Hello, hello. Welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Pish Posh Pages with Lindsay Wilson. Today, I am talking about my favorite book I've read so far this year, and I think it was number 43, so that's a lot. That's some high praise for me. Uh, We're talking about The Push by Ashley Audrain. So this is a psychological thriller, very uh, psychological (laughs) thriller-esque. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, I have so many good things to say about this book. I am not going to spoil this one. I know, sometimes people come to this podcast and they want me to give my thoughts and opinions, obviously, on all the things about a book, but I feel like with this one, I just don't want to spoil it, and I'll just give, like, hints here and there, and I can still give my opinion on this book without spoiling it, I think. I just would not want to spoil this book. Not even that there's a huge, like, craziness, but there is a craziness to this book. This book is wild. It is out of control. It is disturbing, and as I love to say, disgusting, disturbing, and grotesque. Oh my gosh, all my favorite things for a thriller. This is Ashley Audrain's first novel, and I cannot wait for more. I cannot wait. This book came out in the beginning of 2021, and I've seen people talking about it for a long time, and, you know, sometimes I'm on the fence when everyone's talking about it. Everyone was right about this one. Like, everyone is talking about this book, and it's still not being talked about enough, in my opinion. Like, it's incredible! Okay, if this is your first time hopping on the podcast, welcome. I always share a one-star review and a five-star review that I found through Amazon, Goodreads, you guys know they're all connected, and then I share those with the class, and then I give my thoughts on the book. So here we go, I'm going to share a one-star review first, and then a five-star review, but before that, I'm going to just kind of share with you a tiny bit about what this book is about, because it's kind of just, it's wild and out there. So, Blythe is a mother, and she has a daughter. Her daughter's name is Violet, and as she starts to raise her daughter, she does not have the same connection that she has seen in the public with motherhood and like the love between mother and daughter and the affection you feel. But Blythe herself did not have a great relationship with her mother, and Blythe's mother did not have a good relationship with Blythe's grandmother. Anyway, she comes from a long line of messed up motherhood, and she does not want to be a disconnected mother. She wants to be a great mother and have this relationship with her daughter, even though she was a little concerned because of the way that she grew up. We go back to learn about Blythe's childhood and her mother's childhood and learning about the grandmother, the mother, and then Blythe 
all in this journey of motherhood. And through that, we go through this journey of Blythe and Violet. And it goes back and forth between seeming like something like postpartum depression to having a psychotic child. And I think that's as far as I'm going to go. And we're really questioning the line here of what is real, what is fake, what is going on, what's made up in somebody's head, what's really happening, what's being, how is this child being perceived? How is this mother being perceived? How is this relationship when other people are not involved? How is a relationship different when the dad or the grandmother is involved? It's a wild story about motherhood. I will say this book could be extremely, extremely, I don't like to use the word, but I'm going to say it, it could be extremely triggering because messed up stuff is happening. So I would not recommend this book to anybody who has recently been struggling with postpartum depression, who has been trying to conceive, who has, um, what else was I going to say? Um, who's pregnant, um, who is a very new mother. That's what I would say this book is not for. Whereas if people want to go through that and they're struggling with any of those things and they're like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Good for you. But I, in good conscience, I could not recommend this book to any of my friends who are like recent mothers or are pregnant. Uh, I have a friend who loves to read thrillers and she's pregnant right now and I just do not want to recommend this book to her because it's just like, it's too much. I am not pregnant, not trying to get pregnant, and I don't really see myself becoming a mother anytime soon, maybe ever. So I felt fine reading this book. But uh, I could see how this book could be a real big struggle for a lot of people to get through. It's that dark, disturbing, grotesque. And I, it's not really grotesque, but you know, that's just my new saying when I'm talking about thrillers. But it is one of the darkest reads I've ever read and extremely disturbing. But I loved it. If you love psychological thrillers, you'll love this. I have read many books with a mother being at the focal point of a like suspenseful psychological thriller. Minka Kent has written a couple and Greg Olson has written a couple and I'm sure I've read others as well. So if this is right up your alley, check out those authors. Ashley Audrain though, she went hard on this one and now I will read you a one star and a five star review. Hopefully that a little recap made sense. Maybe it didn't, but I don't want to spoil things on this one, but I'm just telling you it's crazy. Crazy story about motherhood, psychological thriller. I think that's all you need. Okay, here's the one-star review. Subject line is, warning, depressing, psychotic book. Do not waste your money or precious time. You know what? I read this review through first, but I'm actually going to censor it a little bit. I don't want to censor somebody else's work. It's a review. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm just going to leave out a little bit of a blank part here because I don't want to spoil anything. And I don't really like when reviews have spoilers in them. But anyways, here's a one-star review. Subject line, warning, depressing, psychotic book. Do not waste your money or precious time. Warning, this book is very depressing and a huge disappointment. The author claims this is about motherhood and how women don't always embrace every part of that role. 
Well, that would have been fair if the book was about that, but it's not. It's about a couple who have a child who is psychotic and as a young girl kills her blank and blank and likely her blank while her mother is left alone because no one believes her. This book is absolutely terrible. I wish I never read it. Warning, do not especially read if you lost a child. Uh, once again, if child loss, pregnancy, any of these like sensitive groups, do not read this book. <laughs> like, do not. It is so messed up. Uh, this one-star review, I completely understand. I understand why people do not like this book. I understand why it's too depressing. I understand. There's a lot of times when I absolutely love a book and I see a one-star review and I do not understand. With this book, I understand. This is a polarizing book. Okay, now let's read a five-star review. Uh, someone who agrees a little bit more with me. So the subject line of this one is The Push. Dark, darker, darkest read. <laughs> Here we go. Fantastic. Even though The Push has already been much reviewed, I would like to add my voice as well. For starters, this book is for readers who enjoy dark psychological fiction, and I do. And I was delighted with the disturbing shadows that darkened in intensity as the pages turned and the book moved forward. If you like dark, don't miss this one. I will admit that this is a challenging read. It seems to start a bit slowly, and I felt that I was persevering with a mere sad story when I first began. Personally, I didn't think it was super slow in the beginning, but moving on. It's a tale of three generations of mothers who are distinctly of the non-maternal variety, so brace yourself. Some of the parental tactics were disturbingly cringeworthy, and the mother's childbirth experiences were graphic, pain-filled, and ugly. So again, the reader may be challenged. But like so many of the reviewers who have already lauded this book, I would recommend readers to persist. Things get better, much better, darker, and twistier. The nature versus nurture debates are put forth very well as I try to determine the true villains here, mother or child. As the dark turns darker, this gets to be a very frightening story, flat out scary. I just loved it. My biggest and loudest applause to this book is for a total jaw-dropping ending. I read so many books wherein the ending is a disappointment. Often it seems as if an author just got tired of writing, tired of the characters, and just wanted to tie up strings and say, finish, but no finish here. The ending is actually a wow. It's a shocker, a surprise that left me stunned and saying to myself, I think I should read this again. Once more, I say, please don't miss this one. Okay, let's talk about this review. Nature versus nurture. I do think that is the big theme of the book. I, I love it. I love the idea of a psychotic child, and I don't think that's a spoiler. Sorry if it is, but <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about going off of this review is, yes, the ending is incredible. The last sentence of the book is just... It jaw-dropping, incredible, like, cheers to that last sentence. That last sentence gave me a book hangover. Like, that last sentence is everything. It's amazing, fantastic, wonderful. I just cannot say enough good things about the ending of this book. It got a little bit slow at the end, and I was a little bit nervous that it was not going to give me the ending that I wanted, but that last sentence just cut me to the core, and it was amazing. Okay, uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about this book, whoop, 
when we're talking about like it moving fast or moving slow is that the parts where it went back to the mother's childhood and the grandmother's childhood I felt like that was a little bit slow and sometimes I just wanted to keep going with like the present day but alas it I know a lot of authors do this they want you to go back in time and move forward it keeps you on the edge of your seat Last weird thing about this book, it is written in second person. Yes, not first person, not I did this, not third person, Jane did this, second person, you did this, you. And this book is written and she is speaking to her husband. I'll say husband. Uh, (laughs) It's wild. I don't know if I've ever read a book written in second person before maybe once or twice but it is a little bit tough to get used to but this book is written in such a fast-paced way it is so fast-paced I just I'm obsessed I'm obsessed uh but yeah it is hard to get used to so just a little warning for that too it's written in second person which is weird but it's okay. If you are intrigued by books written in a unique point of view, I would recommend one of my other favorite books, which is also dark, very dark. Uh, It's Room by Emma Donahue, and that book is written from the perspective of a, a young boy who is trapped in a room. I feel like everyone's read Room. If you haven't read it yet, get on it. It was like one of the most popular books, I think, like 10, 12, 15 years ago? How old am I? I don't know. (laughs) It's a very popular book and you need to read it. Okay, I think that's all I'm going to say on this one. If you loved this book, reach out to me. Let's talk about it. I want to talk about it more. But also, like, I don't want to, like, it's hard because this book is so good but it's so dark that I don't even want to recommend it to people. And that is rare for me because maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. My old age, I'm 27. But I would normally recommend like the darkest, most emotional books to everybody. I'd be like, well, if you can't handle it, that's on you. This one, um, if you can't handle it, I completely understand. I want to hug you. I, I understand. This book is fucked up but it's amazing it's like it's fucked up in the best ways if you love your dark psychological thrillers you will love this one yeah there it is that's a review that's my thoughts there we go coming up on the podcast in the coming weeks I read the total opposite of this book I read a non-fiction funny collection of essays a memoir from a comedian Tom Segura Uh, That is called I'd Like to Play Alone, Please. And I also really loved that book. Like this book, The Push, was five stars. It was like 10 stars. It was amazing for me. But also I'd Like to Play Alone, Please was another five-star read, but for all of the different reasons. So that podcast episode will be coming out soon. And then I read Night Crawling by Leela Motley. And that is a very popular book right now too. And it was also good. Not It didn't grip me as much as this book did, but it's not a thriller. It's just a good book. So what do we got there? Oh, and I'm currently reading Travis Barker's memoir, Can I Say? Travis Barker, drummer from Blink-182 and so many other things. And that is a very good memoir, but it's really long. So I am getting through that one. I'm also reading some other books right now. I've got a lot going on. A lot of books 
on the shelf right now. So that's where we are. That's what's going on now and in the coming weeks. I hope you love this episode. If you did, you can always let me know. You can always DM me at Pishposh Pages on Bookstagram. I love finding more book friends there. And if you really want to, you can leave a good review on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify, all that. You can visit the website for the show notes, pishposhpodcast.com slash pish-posh-pages. And I hope you are loving whatever it is you are reading right now. And I'll be back next time to talk about more books. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.